All right, it's hour three of the Cook and Joe show on this Friday edition, minus Starkey, off ill today. You know, I know I tease Joe all the time that he's ill all the time, but uh, I think he is a little bit ill today. Hopefully he'll be back Monday. Hopefully I'll get to Buffalo and get back uh, safely. Everybody concerned about the travel going to and from the game, uh, but we're going to give it our best shot I'm going to open the lines back up momentarily, um, 412-928-9370. You have a thought on the game, what you expect, who's going to win, why. I'd love to hear from you, 412-928-9370. That's also our fan text line. It's brought to you by uh, Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Um, we talked about how the Steelers can win, obviously run the ball with Najee. The offensive line has been better. They ran for 202 yards against Seattle, followed it up 155 against Baltimore. Run the ball, keep Josh Allen on the bench, don't turn it over, blah, blah, blah. You know all that. That's not uh, anything, uh, any revelation there, especially when the weather conditions uh, are going to be as bad as they are. But how about this? Is it possible... You know, the Bills have a lot to lose in this game. A lot more than the Steelers do, I think, because the Bills are 10-point favorites at home. If they happen to lose this game, according to my man Starkey, who knows his Buffalo history since he grew up there, it would be the worst in Buffalo playoff history. Now, I'm not talking about maybe the most painful. That might be Scott Norwood wide right, right, in the Super Bowl. Uh, but it would be the worst loss in playoff history, Bills, based on the point spread. They're 10-point ten ten favorites, um, and the Bills are still trying to get over the hump and haven't been able to. Now, they went to those four Super Bowls from 1990 to 1993. Now, they're one of 12 teams never to win a Super Bowl, and everybody thinks that they have their best shot with Josh McDaniel. Uh, Sean McDermott and Josh Allen, the combination, they've double-digit wins in each of the past five seasons. But they only made it to the AFC Championship game once. That was after the 2020 season. They lost to Kansas City pretty thoroughly, 38-24. to uh, The loss that everybody in Buffalo remembers uh, happened the next year after the 2021 season. That was in the AFC Divisional Round against Kansas City. They actually scored Josh Allen, I think, through his fourth touchdown pass, all of them to Gabe Davis in that game. 13 seconds left the last one. The Bills take a 36-33 lead. 13 seconds, okay? You squib kick it, use up some seconds. You know, you, you shut down Mahomes for a play or two, the game ends. Well, Sean McDermott didn't do a squib kick. He kicked it out of the end zone. So that leaves uh, Mahomes with 13 seconds. He completes two passes for 44 yards in 10 seconds to set up the tying field goal. That's a decision that still haunts Buffalo and its fans. And then they lose in overtime. Kansas City wins the toss, goes down the field and scores. Uh, The Chiefs win 42-36. So now here the Bills are back again. You know, I think they've won five in a row. Um, didn't look like they were going to make the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, uh, they, they, they get on a roll a little bit, even though they didn't play their best football, you know, they won. 
So now they uh, number two seed. Uh, they end up winning the uh, AFC East. They beat Miami in the winner-take-all game the other night in Miami. Well, Miami, not winner-take-all. Miami still is going to the playoffs, but uh, this was for the division, the winner-take-all. And my uh, Buffalo won that game. So now everybody's feeling pretty good about themselves in Buffalo. And, man, I wish Starkey was here because he could put it into perspective better than I can about how you know, Buffalonians are so used to heartbreak with the Bills. Now I'll look at it another way. If the Bills would happen to lose 10-point favorites, they'd be the worst loss in, in, in Buffalo playoff history. Again, I'm not ranking it with the Super Bowl losses, just based on the point spread. Okay? Buffalo is considered the third betting favorite, according to the wise guys, to win the Super Bowl behind San Francisco and Baltimore. Guess where the Steelers are ranked? Out of 14 teams, Sean, how many would you say, where would the Steelers be? 13. Uh, no, 14. They're dead last, considered among the wise guys, betting favorites to win the Super Bowl. 14 out of 14. Josh Allen is considered the third-rated quarterback from the survey I saw uh, in the playoffs, behind Mahomes, of course, and the presumptive MVP, Lamar Jackson. Sean, guess where Mason Rudolph ranks out of 14? I'm going to learn from my mistake. I'm going to say 14. Uh, he's ranked 14, and most uh, uh, the experts consider that to be an easy call. So if Buffalo, the pressure is on them. Now, I know, you know, it's, I don't buy the, the Steelers have nothing to lose. I don't buy that. Because if they lose, you know, Cam Hayward may never get back. You know, uh, who knows, you know, what happens with uh, T.J. Watt. He's not going to play this week. But, uh, you know, will he ever win a playoff? He's never won a playoff game here. So I'm not going to say they have nothing to lose. But the pressure clearly, to me, seems to be on the Bills. Could that be a factor? I think it could. I think it especially could in the fourth quarter if it's close. And everybody thinks, uh, I shouldn't say everybody, because the line is 10. Uh, the wise guys don't think it's going to be close. But a lot of other people think it's going to be close. And if it's close into the fourth quarter, those are the kind of games that uh, uh, Tomlin loves to coach in. And he loves his team. He trusts his team to find a way to make a play in the end. A lot of pressure on the Bills, right? And, I mean, I don't think McDermott is going to be fired. By any stretch, as I said, five double-digit wins in a row. But if they get knocked out in the first round by the seventh seed, which has never won one of these games, by the way. Steelers are seventh seed. Now, they only went to this uh, format uh, three years ago, four years ago now, I guess. Um, the the seven seeds are 0-6 against uh, the number two seeds under this format. So, that isn't good news for the Steelers or for, what, the Packers, right? Because they have to face the Cowboys. But a uh, little bit of pressure on uh, Buffalo. Could that work in the Steelers' advantage? Maybe. Maybe. If it's close, maybe in the fourth quarter. You know what they say about tightening up? We'll see. All right, I'd love to hear from you. 412-928-9370. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. It's brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. You can visit them at southhillskia.net. 
Sean, let's go to the phone lines, and who do we got? We are going to go to Phil. Hello, Phil. Good afternoon. What's up, Phil? Ron? First, I just wanted to say first, hey, Joe Stalky, I use your word a lot in cricket. Now let's talk to the Steelers. Did you see a way Nazi Harris played last Saturday, Ron, from the 40-yard line, and he made that touchdown? Uh, I don't remember him running 40 yards, but I know he had some big runs and uh, 122 yards rushing. He's going to be a big part yeah. of this game. There's no doubt. Maybe the biggest part of this game. He's built, and yeah. Tomlin talks about this all the time. He is built uh, for this kind of weather and these kind of conditions. The same thing they saw in Baltimore with all that rain last week. All right, Phil, thanks for the call. Let's move on, Sean. We are going to go to Jay in Avalon. Hello, Jay. Good afternoon. How are you? Hey, good. How you doing, Ron? Good, man. Thanks. Pittsburgh legend, Ron Cook. Oh, all right. Uh, you're very um, kind. What do you got for me, man? All right. I just wanted to get your opinion on something, and I know it's a little bit far ahead. But let's say Mason wins. Oh, I'm not let's talking about them winning the Super Bowl before they go to Buffalo. No, no. No, no, no. Let's say he wins um, one. Let's say he wins two. And then, you know, either, either he's priced out or, you know, he's kind of ticked off, so he goes somewhere else. So next year, Kenny opens up the season, and we got a new coordinator, and then, like, he struggles, like, you know, mightily in the first, like, three. I just wanted your opinion if you think it could have the potential to get kind of ugly. Oh, Jay, and, I mean, know, you're so far down. Under- you're so far, and thank you for the call. <laughs> you're so far down the road here. You know, and I get it. We love to talk quarterbacks in this town. I'm as guilty as anybody. I love to talk quarterbacks. Uh, but, I mean, you're talking about stuff that so much has to happen. Uh, I, I, I'm convinced that Pickett's going to be the starting quarterback on opening day for better or for worse, and I'm not sure it won't be for worse. I think Mason is a better quarterback, but I don't know that Tomlin feels that way. And I'd be surprised uh, if Pickett isn't the opening day quarterback. That's just me. Uh, and Mason is going to have an opportunity to go somewhere else. Now, the question he has to ask himself, A, they're going to have to pay him enough uh, to make it worth his while to stay here. B, does he trust Tomlin if Tomlin says, hey, it's going to be an open competition. You have every bit as much of a chance to win it as Pickett does. Is he going to believe that? Because Tomlin talked a couple years ago about opening uh, the, the training camp with an open competition with Trubisky, with Pickett, with Rudolph, all the uh, people that watched camp that year tell me that Pickett was, uh, that Rudolph was the best quarterback and he, and he was third string. There was no competition. The job was Trubisky's from day one. And then all of a sudden Tomlin made the move to Pickett in the halftime of what the fourth game. So I don't know if Mason's going to believe it. But certainly if he wins a game on Sunday, and again, he could win that game and do very little because of the conditions. But what he did against Cincinnati, against Seattle, and I understand they weren't the best of defenses, was pretty impressive. I thought he gave the Steelers their best quarterback play since Ben's last year. I don't know. Do you agree? Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Let's get back to the line, Sean. Let's head out all the way to California to talk to J.C. This is another California call. We talked to that up one guy in L.A. What do you got, J.C.? Hey, Ron. I love to, I love to listen to you in the morning and uh, while walking the dog here. I've called you before. But what I wanted to say was, 
this 10-point, I live, I go to Vegas often, this 10-point spread, it doesn't mean that the team is 10 points better than the other team. These are gamblers. What they do is they have to set a betting line. But nationally, people don't think Mason can do it. We know he can do it. We follow this team. We know how competitive they are and how hard they fight and how they can run. Okay, so we, but in order to get, and what the books want is an equal book. People betting on the Steelers, people betting on the Buffalo. That's how they make their money. They're gamers, not, they're not football people like us. Okay, I think the Steelers are going to smash them. I think they're going to go up there. I mean, I have a completely different look. I think they are literally going to go up there and smash them. And, All right, uh, JC. It sounds like you should go. On. It sounds like you should go to Vegas and make a little wager. Ron, I've already had my futures in there, and I'm 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 rich. I mean, I don't know what else to say to you. So, uh, <laughs> I love people that tell me they're rich because I'm poor. <laughs> I don't mind telling you that. Uh, but I, you know no, what? I, I've always found all I've found, yeah. JC, is anytime somebody thinks it's a sure thing, it's never a sure thing. Uh, in it's most cases, sure in most cases, it's not a sure thing. It's not a sure thing. I'm just telling you the line is. Set. I know how the line it's is great. set. I, I okay. get that. I get that. JC, it's I hope you can add. Better. I hope you can add to your wealth this week. OK, I just hey, I love talking to you. I love calling in. I'm so excited. I, I cannot wait. I really do think the Steelers are going to beat them and beat them. We're going to win by 10. Okay, wow. so that's the way I see it. That would be a story around here, that's for sure. Thanks, man. Appreciate California. Enjoy that weather. Going to be a lot better than it is here this weekend and certainly a lot better than it is in Buffalo. Not not just Buffalo. Kansas City, I see now, they're ex- expecting the temperature to be minus 8 at kickoff, wind chill like minus 30. Man, I could have cl- came close to going to uh, Kansas City if Miami would have won that game the other night. I'd rather go to Buffalo and take my chances than Kansas City. Uh, Join Doug Whaley and 93.7 The Fan at Ala Familia's Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge as uh, we host a great night of cigars, fun, and football talk. That's coming up on Monday, January 29th from 6 to 8. You get dinner, a cigar, and drink uh, with your specially priced ticket, just $93.70 plus tax and gratuity. Only 25 are available for this exclusive event. Call the restaurant and join Doug and 93.7 The Fan at Ala Familia's Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge, the number 412-488-1440. Sean, let's get back to the lines. All right, we are going to go out to McKee's Rocks to talk to another Sean. Hello, Sean. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. Uh, happy Friday. Thank you. So so two things I want to ask. First, uh, did Buffalo, uh, were they asked about moving the game? And uh, I, I think that if they had a choice, they'd rather play it there, but they might want to regret that. Uh, um, I, no, I, I don't think they have a choice. Uh, if that's what it comes down to, the league will tell them uh, where they're going to play, and the city will tell them because if it becomes a public health issue – and I've not heard this is going to happen. I heard that speculation, and as far as I know, it's not true. Um, okay. You know, I, but they'd have to make a decision fairly quickly. But it's not Buffalo's choice. It's uh, not the Bills' choice. It's the city. If they decide that public safety is at risk here, then they'd have to move it. They moved the game okay. against Cleveland last year to Detroit for that very reason. Now, now Josh Allen's going to be running the ball. We all know that. But he's not a running back. And last week we he's played as in good bad as weather. some of those. He's as good as some running backs. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 
Close will he anyway. Protect the ball? Will he protect the ball? And I think we should just keep hitting at the ball, hitting at the ball, even if we hit his hands, hand 10 times, but just keep hitting at that ball, trying to get him to drop it, you know? Yeah. You know, because everyone goes for the legs, man. Go for the ball. Yeah, and sometimes he's strong enough to make you miss. That's for sure. Oh, I know. He's a, know. He's, okay. he's a pretty damn good runner. Thank you, man. Let's move on. Sean, who do we got? We are going to go to Randy in Altoona. Hello, Randy. How are you? Hey, Mr. Coke. How's it going? It's going good, man. Thanks. Uh, I think uh, Steelers got this one in the bag, honestly. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too afraid of from anyone from New York. I think the Steelers got this all the way. Uh, I'd like to have them uh, ten plus on this as well. Hey, you know, it's, gambling is legalized, right? In Pittsburgh, here you can go down to the Rivers Casino or down to the one at the Meadows. You can make a bet. Yes, sir. Might have to do that. All right. I don't. Uh, I don't bet. I don't make enough to that I could afford to lose. And thank you for your call. Uh, I don't make enough that I can afford to lose. So. Um, I'm not going to be betting. I just, you know, I picked with Starkey. I kicked his butt this year. I think I beat him by eight in our season series. Uh, he's made his picks for this weekend as well. I'm going to do give you mine uh, a little bit later in the program, and we'll compare how we do. Uh, but I, st- I used to gamble on football, but that was a long time ago. I always look at gambling this way. They build those palaces in the desert because people lose. Not because people win, right? Isn't that the way, to, a fair way to look at it, Sean? It is. You could do what Adam and Doran do, where they don't wager money; they just uh, force each other to get tattoos or nah, wear ridiculous outfits. Do, I'd rather lose money than do something like that. Go ahead. Who do we got next? We got John calling from New Kensington. Hello, John. Hey, Cookie. I just want to say, um, Mason Rudolph. He's been studying for two years, so he should be a half decent quarterback. Studying is one thing, doing it is another. And he may, and he's been good so far. These three games, he's been great. But, you know, everybody studies hard in the NFL. They don't get very far if they don't. Right. And, and Tomlin can't play conservative. And I don't care if we play Buffalo on the moon, we're going to run the ball down their throat. It's going to be an all day thing. Well, you just said Tomlin can't play conservative, but you want to do nothing but run the ball down their throat. Right, but you can't throw. You ain't gonna be able to throw the ball fifty mile an hour winds. No, I agree. Happen. I mean, he's gonna have yeah. to be conservative. I think. Well, I don't consider that conservative. Whenever it's fourth and one, and and you kick from the thirty-seven, you know that's that's conservative. Anchor, yeah, that's conservative. All right, All right John, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Enjoy the game. I'm gonna take a quick interruption here. Quick break. Before we do, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, my favorite Pittsburgh plumbing company, because it's the best. I love the slogan, the motto. It comes right from the top, right from Bob Beal, my pal, who's built a plumbing company empire. They're going on uh, 21 years in this market. I got to check my calendar. They might have been in, hit 21 years already. I've been singing their praises for like three years. But the motto anyway, quote, we're Mr. Rooter. Call us. We're the best plumbers in the business. I can't agree more. I think they are the best plumbers in the business. That's why they've lasted so long in this market. You have to be really good at what you do to last 21 years in any market doing anything. And Mr. Rooter Plumbing is. Write the number down. We got some really frigid weather coming. It sounds like next week pipes tend to break. Uh, You don't want to have a plumbing problem and need an emergency looking for a number. 
Write down the number so you have it handy, 412-Rooter2, 412-Rooter2. Check out the website, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. Uh, financing is available. Phones answer around the clock. Like I said, if you have any kind of plumbing problem, the only people to call, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 412-Rooter2. It is Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 